0: Monday Night Jam Session is here. It's Black Jesus. Not a boy.
1: Hell yeah. Look. Alright, Peeper. The people need to hear from you. Deliver. Right. See, I'm going to have to use a repeat. <laughs> what do you call a unique rabbit? <laughs> I don't know what. How do you catch a unique rabbit? I don't know how. Unique up on it. <laughs> how do you catch a tame rabbit? How? Tame what? I've always hated that joke, by the way. I just. Want <laughs> to I love that joke. It always gets everybody wrong. I guess. I guess. It's, it's a good icebreaker. Well, it was just the introduction to Monday Night gm session. So, Hell yeah! Tell the people hello. How's it going, everybody? That's all you got. Yeah, That's all man. you got,
0: man. You're, you're going to be famous now—more famous than you already were.
1: I'm already famous.
0: Uh, hey, no, no joke, no joke. When I uh when I first uh found out who Perry was, got him on Snap. I, I always saw you on Snapchat and everything. And then I saw you on Roadhouse one night. And I was like, dude, that's Hunter Peeper. And people were like, who the heck is Hunter Peeper? I'm like, that's Peeper from the Snapchats. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, never mind. Never
1: <laughs> I'm going to talk to him. <laughs> he said, he said the the he added me on Snapchat and he was watching the Snapchats of uh of us and you were on there. And that night we was in Roadhouse, he saw you and he told him that that was Hunter Peeper over there. And everybody was like, who who is Hunter Peeper? And nobody knew who you were, but he's like, I'm going to talk to him anyways. No shit. Yeah. What was this? Oh, this was years ago, I think. Yeah. It, this was on uh, when we used to do Steak Night. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we used to. You remember Steak Night. Yeah. yeah we have- How could he forget? Hmm. Yeah, well, I got to go, people. Podcast time. I got a podcast now. (laughs) All right. All right. Later, people. Talk to you later. All right. What's up, people? Monday Night Jam session. Perry Gamble, Reagan Jacobs, Hunter Peeper with the call in joke. I think that's something we ought to do. Call in, get different people to do introductions. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You never know what they're going to say for the introduction. That'd be pretty cool. I know that's right. You never, they sometimes
0: they don't know or they don't realize that that's that's what's fun about. Don't even tell them they're live and be like, oh, by the way, all you said is going to be recorded and going on the podcast.
1: Yeah. Oh, by the way, thanks for the introduction for Monday Night Jam session. I think that I think that's a hit. I think that'll work.
0: I think it will. (laughs) I got
1: a couple of people that we can call. Uh, Well, never mind. Never mind. Their their mouths are too uh, profanity filled. So we better not do that.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say some of the people I call might. You might have to tell them, hey, we're we're on air. Just we'll, we, take it we'll easy. just
1: put the we'll put them bombs in there like we did like I did the last time. Yeah. Uh, no. Easy. I don't know. We'll stick. Yeah, I don't know what Taco Bell. <laughs> we'll stick to my tired, worn-out introductions. I guess. You said you talk about Taco
0: Bell. People always like. I I love Taco Bell. I eat the heck out of Taco Bell. That's like that's not real Mexican food. I didn't go there to eat real Mexican food. I went right. there
1: to get a quick, cheap taco. Yes, and people, it's dog meat. I don't care if it's chicken, turkey, rabbit, squirrel. It could be human meat for all I care. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna eat it because tastes qu- good. That quesadilla sauce that they put in them things is delicious. So I'm gonna eat it either way.
0: I, I don't know what they put in there. They, whatever they're cooking, they're cooking good
1: because I like it. Well, I'm I'm definitely a fan of Taco Bell. You know something I don't like is those Jack in um, the Box tacos. The two for a dollar tacos or whatever. Hate those things. Absolutely hate those things.
0: What would you hate? You cut out for a second. The,
1: uh... The, um... Two for a dollar jack-in-the-box tacos. Are you still there?
0: I'm here. Now, every time you go to say what you hate, it cuts out. It must be a sign.
1: I think so. Those two for a dollar jack-in-the-box tacos.
0: Oh. We were in in Huntsville one night, and uh, some friends were ours were like, it was like three of us in a truck, I think, three or four. And they're like, hey, y'all meet us at the house. Y'all can stay here. We're like, all right, you know, that's cool. So we show up at the house, nobody's home. I call them, call them, where y'all at? Where y'all at? Are we at the right place? Boom, they pull up. They said, we got Jack in a Box. Like, all right. So we all sit on the couch. we about to eat some Jack in a Box. Like, we got tacos. I'm like, I ain't never had no tacos. I ain't really had no Jack in a Box, first of all. And I didn't know they had tacos. It's just beans, just bean and cheese.
1: Yeah, they're disgusting.
0: Oh, terrible! They they well, they're a dollar. I'm like, well, they could be free, and I wouldn't eat
1: it. Yeah, people people are like, oh, I I get drunk, come from the bar, and I like Jack in the Box tacos. Like that's that's disgusting. Ugh. My my few nights that I left the bar, kind of after a few. Um, I liked full course meals, I'm talking bacon, grits, eggs, ham, sausage, potatoes, biscuits, pancakes, mm. the works. I was going to kettles.
0: See, I was, after we stayed out all night, I was going to the house and going to sleep.
1: Boy, it was hot. Well, was see, we had, we had to work in the morning. So, oh. so we had to work in the morning. And we knew, well, from my house to the job, there was nowhere to get breakfast, so you eat breakfast at like four o'clock in the morning, and then you go home and get you a nap an hour and a half <laughs> worth of sleep. God And then you go to work and you're on a full stomach, still drunk, and all's right in the world. <laughs> mm.
0: Man, that's hard.
1: Yeah, that's man. That's how we lived for like three years. I think it was three years. We we were all on the Ponderosa together. Me, Austin, Reed. We were all on the Ponderosa together, and all of it's kind of a blur, man. Go out every night, party, have a good time, work at eight, man.
0: But it, there was one time that I come home. Uh, it was me and a bunch of friends. And they are all staying at the house, and we come home, and I was looking. We want to drive somewhere. I said, y'all ain't driving nowhere. I said, let me see what I got at the house. So I look at a pantry up there. Boy, had some pancakes, some chocolate chips. I made a bunch of chocolate chip pancakes. That was, I guess it was morning. Boy, we was eating good.
1: No. No. No, I ain't cooking. All right, when I get to the house, it's over. It's, <laughs> it's done. The night's done. When I get to the house, that's all she wrote because – I don't want to get up in the morning and I've made this terrible decision to go out all night. So, um, I, mean, I don't like, I
0: don't like when you get back to the house and everybody wants to stay up and hang out. I'm like,
1: man, let's go to bed. Like it's done. Deal is done. Let's go to bed. It just it's depends. Done. It depends on how much I've consumed. Um, and you know, when I was going out to the bars and stuff, I wasn't consuming that much. So, uh, <laughs> uh, uh yeah, but still, I know I had to work in the morning, so it was like, all right, this was a bad idea. And we also got to be to work for eight, so the mornings we needed the mornings we needed horses were the worst. Ugh. No, I take that back. I take that back. Those weren't the worst mornings. The days, the days we knew we were riding a tractor all day. Those were the worst days. Those were absolutely the worst days. You okay over there? I'm good. Good. Yeah. When you when you're borderline, still intoxicated and hungover, and you're stuck on a tractor for eight hours out of the day, those are the worst days. Worst days. Seems like you need to go to bed already.
0: Todd. Todd. Uh, have you have you ever have you you ain't ever been one of those that keep your horse in a trailer overnight? saddle it, you know, the night no. before.
1: Mm-mm. No, sir. Every time I come home, I all oh, okay. So uh, this, this <laughs> yeah. one time, this is one time. This was one time. Um, I bought a horse from a guy, and uh, I had somebody bring it to my job on Tuesday. So they brought it to me Tuesday, and I was like, well, um cool so we got off work uh like 10 11 o'clock that night and the horse had never been to my house and i didn't have no stall to put him in or anything so he had to stay on the trailer but i unsaddled him uh took him out gave him some water let him walk around and i put him back in the trailer um gave him some hay put him back in the trailer but i couldn't turn him out at the house you know in the dark yeah so he stayed on the trailer um Wednesday, and I think he had a new home Thursday. <laughs> Golly! <laughs> so I don't count that one. But yeah, if I'm if I'm out all night and uh, I bring a horse home, I'm going to sell them, feed him, turn him out. Yeah, Yep. That's just.
0: Uh, there's a lot of people that just give them some hay and water, or uh, feeding water, leaving that trailer and go the next morning.
1: I know a few people do that. Well, I ain't, I ain't knocking it or anything like that. I just take mine out, yeah, and feed them and stuff like that. Oh boy, you got another call? Another call. I don't know if I want to answer this one or not, but we'll see. Who who is it? It's Taylor. It was, it was the one that was screaming and hollering in that in my Snapchat with the cat. Hello. (laughs) What are you doing? Doing a podcast. What are you doing? doing? Right now? Yeah, I'm doing a podcast right now. What are you doing? 239? Yeah, is that okay? I'm I'm yeah. Well, I should have known that. Making my last, going to my last drop. Yeah, oh, well, that's good. You you got something for the podcasting world out there? Eat beef. Vote for <laughs> <drunk>. Eat beef. Wait, <laughs> hey, we're Georgia uh, Joe Jorgensen house over here. I don't know how much beef Joe Jorgensen eats, but I'd like to know. Well, it doesn't matter how much beef she eats; she has good she has good tax policies and um, gun laws and stuff like that. So, yeah, you gotta you gotta good story for the snap world, uh, not the Snapchat world, <laughs> for the podcasting world out there. Not really. Froze up. He froze up. What do I gonna say? Stage fright. Oh, you froze up. You got stage fright. Sure did. You did. I ain't got nothing good to say. Oh well, give him a story about how you know Perry Gamble. Oh, you probably shouldn't, but <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> I can tell you how. I, me and Casey got you in trouble. Uh, oh, juicy. Uh, when Phil called you yelling at you. Oh, oh, that was... I didn't get in trouble for that. That wasn't my fault. Sure it was. No, I didn't get in trouble for that. Y'all did. Yeah, but he was still mad at you. <laughs> sure about him for y'all are grown men. And y'all... <laughs> we, were, we was chitlin'. Y'all were grown men and made the decision to stay out all night partying with Perry, knowing y'all had to be up and work the next day. I got up and went to work just fine. Y'all didn't. That's not my fault. Long job, oh, yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I tell all that story? story. I don't know if that's even family appropriate. I don't, that- I don't think it is. We'll We'll, we'll call it quits there. I got to finish podcasting though. <laughs> okay. Anything you want to tell the world out there besides eat beef and vote for Trump? Uh, Perry all the way. There it is. There Golly. it is. There it is, buddy. I sure do appreciate it. He sir. finally got one. <laughs> uh, I drop this off. All right. Hey. Uh, what? Have you seen Tanner's Snapchat? I bet it's music. And I bet it's not. I'm It's not. It's not. What is it? You go look and then, yeah. I'll go look. All right. All right. Hey, that's, that's something we can talk about. We can talk about the cow haulers of America over here. Oh, yeah. We can talk about them. You know my favorite cow haulers? bull haulers um, big truck cattle haulers all of them you know my favorite one which one don't the say one, you the one that cannot load his truck <laughs> what do you mean don't, like don't know how to load it right or just duck can't load it bump the chute how you want them i don't know <laughs> truck 18 wheeler drivers are the worst they they are the worst well I gotta call and see how they want them you have you have forty of the exact same cattle. What do you mean how you want them if they're big you want four in the nose you know I, it I, it's not that hard but i I guess <laughs> it is I don't know but those those are the worst how you want them? I don't know I'll be little. hating on them truck drivers, man. I like them. Truck oh, drivers. there's no hate. I l- I love a good truck driver. The conversations, the stories they have are awesome. Oh man, never could imagine them. But the I don't know how I want them. Just bring them any type of way. People make my flesh crawl.
0: Uh, uh,
1: man. I, that's that's one thing I always want to be.
0: I've always since I was a little kid. I just look them trucks going by. The big cow haulers just looking at them, just like man, I wish I was doing that. I always want to be one of those.
1: What are you doing now that you can't go be a truck driver? I gotta get my CDL, I gotta get a truck. You don't have to get a truck. I know, I know a couple of people that'll stick you in a truck with a trailer and send you on your merry way. Hauling cows, yeah, I know two.
0: Oh, uh, I thought you had to be, huh? I thought yep. you had to be experienced, to do that. That's the, cow haulers are the best of the best. Oh
1: where, where do you get experience hauling cattle at? Hauling everything else. That doesn't make any sense <laughs> in the world. Hauling <laughs> lumber is not gonna get you experience to haul cattle. Well, it teaches you how to drive a
0: truck, right? You can't just take off, you can't just take off in a
1: with a load of cows driving the same way you drive anything else. I've been hauled cows in an 18-wheeler, but I've definitely hauled them in a one-ton, and I haul them exactly how I haul everything else. <laughs> and nothing come up dead? I've hauled cows for the past eight years, and I've never had anything turn up dead. And you're 16 foot? 16, <laughs> 36, 32 by 7'8". You know, Dang. it works, son. By 7'8"? Yes, sir.
0: Dang. Oh, Yeah. Big time.
1: Oh, yeah. I've I've pulled them all. I've pulled a 40, a 36, 32 by 7, 8 is one of my favorites. All loaded down with cows. And that Dodge can handle it. And my biggest pet peeve, (laughs) biggest one, is people see a cattle truck coming or a truck with cattle trailer on it, and they want to speed up just to keep me from being in front of you. Uh, excuse me, ma'am and sir, my speedometer goes all the way over to 90, just like yours do. And I'm not scared (laughs) to pull this wagon Move (laughs) out the way. I'll tell you, I get,
0: and I, and I've only hauled with like a 32, but you get some strange looks. I'll be rolling 85 down the road and you passing all the, you're in the left lane, just passing cars. People just staring at you like, are you really past me with 25 cows on that truck? Yes, ma'am.
1: Yep. rolling. Yeah. I ain't playing around. I'm gonna need you to move out my way. Don't don't think because I'm loaded down, you might you might win on a hill. Oh yeah. But if I got if I got time to get over to ninety to catch this hill, <laughs> you ain't winning. Move out my way, all the way. That's, that's one bad thing about my truck.
0: It's an automatic, and that's the only thing I wish. Cause I could hit them hills right, just climb them like nothing.
1: Yeah, man, we, uh, man, I was, uh, I was pulling a 14 bale hay van one time and I had a car pull out in front of me and I was rolling about 70 Oh, loaded. Oh, scariest thing in my life. Scariest thing in my life. I locked that truck up and I was like, you know what? If I lock this thing up anymore, uh, It's going to be bad. So I just, I said, screw it, let off, and kind of eased around her. I just knew I was going to clip the top of that car and just send it flying, but I didn't. And I gave her some choice words on the way by. you give her any gestures? No, I'm not a big gestures guy, just choice words. My wonders my wonders aren't tenants, so you you see me and I know you know what I'm saying. So yeah.
0: The 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 it kind of goes with it, but the disrespect people have not only for people hauling some cows or people doing stuff like that, but any kind of ag related stuff on the roadway, people have no respect.
1: Agreed. No respect. Agreed, agreed, agreed. I I don't know, they think I I don't know we we like to drive too there's no difference in it actually um it's better to go faster cuz i want to get these cattle out this trailer to their destination you know for peter's sake uh-huh. so and then you know, i don't know everything else i've hauled around bills i've hauled a little bit of everything really but i just i drive if it's secured then i'm going Even if it ain't no, 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 no. I secure all my loads. See, I, 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 I'm At, not. Actually, that's wrong. The other day, I was coming out of Navasota and I had one strap on 10 bales. And they were double stacked. And uh, it was an unsecured load, but I didn't care. I was <laughs> I was on a farm to market road, so it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, let them roll. Yeah, my dad was like, you're going to take some more straps? Oh, no, my dad was like, you got enough straps? I was like, oh, yeah. Didn't even check. I got to where I was going. I had one strap. <laughs> that guy was like, you need some straps? I was like, ah. if you don't tell my dad, I don't. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> my- you don't tell him, I don't need no more straps. said, like, I ain't going far. I'm going right down the road, man. My dad is a
0: strap down. He will strap anything and everything. If that trailer got sides on it and a back, I, like my skid steer, I don't strap it down. A little RTV, don't strap that down. Dad wants a, everything strapped. You're going to get pulled over one day. I was like, man, DOT ain't worried about me. They're worried about them big trucks.
1: You're also the reason why we're getting all these stupid rules and regulations when it comes to strapping. <laughs> Probably. I don't care. I still roll. Yeah, you don't care, but for generations to come, you're going to wonder why we need straps every three foot
0: yeah but that that'd be the norm for them because they'll grow up with it i didn't grow up with it
1: yeah but you know yeah uh, yeah (laughs) it'll be hard on us on us you won't be here it'll be hard on our children's children
0: oh that's all right They, they
1: just teleport they won't need to haul anything I guess that I guess those would be those v uh driverless uh eighteen wheelers and stuff like that. Yeah, how do you feel about those? It is what it is. I ain't no truck driver.
0: <laughs> but, uh,
1: that's a that's a horrible approach to it. It's terrible. I, but uh, you yeah. are
0: making the loads, aren't you? A freight broker. I am. I wonder how that affects y'all. If they can drive a truck with a computer. They could probably freight broker on a computer.
1: Well, I mean, I'm definitely not freight brokering with a um, typewriter. So uh, <laughs> I still use a computer. I think it'll weed out a lot of the. Um, it'll weed out a lot of people, and if you haven't adjusted to the changing climate, you'll definitely be on the losing side of things. But I like to think I try to stay ahead of the game. Try to, anyways.
0: Yeah, it'd be hard to get a bunch of people in those trucks, anyways. Swift Swift drivers may get in there. No, that's wrong. <laughs>
1: sorry. Easy. Hey, sir, I don't I don't appreciate you talking about truck drivers and you don't have your CDL yet. It's not fair. It's
0: not. Fair I used anyway. to load, I used to load trucks. Does that count?
1: No. Absolutely not
0: used to load them propane trucks that everybody hates. I loaded a feed, I loaded
1: a feed truck one time at my last job. So that counts. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I, I, just, it. I just so happened to be passing by on a forklift and that guy was like, hey, you on the forklift? I was like, yeah. He was like, uh, can you fix my trailer? I was like, uh yeah, I'm on production side. I'm not on load side. <laughs> 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 he was. <laughs> I actually knew the truck job He was like, "I don't give a damn." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I was like, well, I should probably go back." But you know, I'll, I I'll hit it. It. So, yeah, I'm sure he wanted somebody else because it took me a really long time. But oh well,
0: he got it done. Got the job done.
1: Hey, speaking of um, truckless or uh, driverless trucks, I read an article today. That said, small farming or the small farmers and ranching sector is expected to increase by nine point something percent in the next uh five years, three years, two years. I thought that was pretty interesting.
0: Did they say why they didn't? Oh, oh, this is what I wanted to talk about. A guy on Twitter a long time ago. Said something, see if I can find it real quick. Talking about the ag industry.
1: Mm-hmm. And see if I can find it. Oh. Hey, funny thing. Uh, Taylor, Taylor's dad said, uh, <laughs> Taylor's dad said we should talk about um, how people are pushing to do away with farming and ranching. And yeah. um how people will, people would be like, you know, without farmers and ranchers, I'll just go to HEB and Walmart and buy my beef yeah, and yeah. that was the funniest thing I'd heard in a really, really long time, and I just had to say it that was hilarious. He yeah, almost threw really he almost like he, he almost caught me off guard with it. I was like yeah, I don't see what's wrong." and I was like, oh 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 oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> golly, he almost got me. Cause like I mean, where else are they gonna go buy? Oh, oh, okay, okay,
0: yeah. So, so this deal on here, this it was a dude the first time I replied to this. It was back in, uh, oh, oh, it was a while back, a few weeks ago. But the tw- the original tweet said, "Can we collectively stop buying into the idea that working a forty-plus hour a week is normal?" And I was like, I was like, no, people like to eat and have nice things or whatever. And this guy commented, right? But to gen- generate enough food for everybody on earth, we'd each have to only work a couple hours a week. Thanks to modern agriculture, adding extra stuff on top that would never reach close to 40 hours. I, I told this guy, I was like, do we get people in the ag industry get 40 hours by Wednesday? What are you talking about? And then he started throwing these numbers at me, throwing these stats and everything. He was from the United Kingdom. I was like, dude, get out of here. You don't even know what you're told about.
1: Well, they have a different style of farming and ranching versus America over there. Um, one of those things, actually, um, it was in this cluster of articles I was reading, um, which, I mean, I sometimes in my office, I just randomly read things, you know, I have an idea or something, and it comes across, so I Google it. But uh, they were talking about vertical farming and ran- uh, not not ranching. Vertical farming—it's um, yeah. becoming popular and stuff like that. So uh, the numbers, people people crunch numbers. What's what that president say? Um, you can't farm with a pen or something or a pencil. Oh, uh, what that president? It was one of them. You talking about Bloomberg? About-
0: Bloomberg Bloomberg said all you got to do is you put a seed in the ground and water or something like that. He's like, it's simple to be a farmer. I could have swore I said president. What president said that?
1: Oh. You know, your Aggie shows sometimes.
0: <laughs> You're going to have to come back with some facts, dog, because I know Bloomberg said it when he was running for president. He was saying that farming was simple. That... uh. But I, I think it's funny how people don't realize. Oh, were you talking about when you're talking about vertical farming, were you talking about vertical integration?
1: Yeah, you're oh, your agginess is still showing. What's what's vertical farming then? I can only do one thing at a time, sir. Do you want the do you want the quote from the president about farming or do you I, want the vertical farming? Tell me what vertical farming is. And then you can look up the other part. It's too late. I'm already looking up the. uh, You have to look up both. Thought you knew this stuff. The quote from the president, not Bloomberg. What did that president say about farming? Tell us what he said. I gotta find it. It was. It was a big. It was a big deal. Uh, I'm gonna
0: look up. What? Bloomberg did it. he took a big jab at farming.
1: No, he isn't he wasn't a president.
0: No, but he he did take a big jab at farming.
1: What did he say?
0: He said t- he could teach anyone to be a farmer because farming needs less gray matter than modern work. He didn't lie. About what?
1: That's not that he didn't lie about he it. Said,
0: I I could teach anybody, even people in this room, to be a farmer. It's a process. You dig a hole, you put a seed in, you put dirt on top, add water, and comes up the corn.
1: Dang. I'm pretty sure he just simplified the whole process.
0: That's the thing. He tried to simplify it. It's not that simple.
1: It's not that simple? Not that simple.
0: If it was simple, everybody would do it.
1: I guess I can't think what was the president about um, quote about I think you're making it up
0: he was bashing foreman or for foreman? I
1: made it up think so
0: Thank you. I think you're talking about the Bloomberg quote.
1: Yeah, I think I wasn't.
0: <laughs> well find it then. Or tell us about vertical farming, because we want to know. We're we are interested.
1: We're uh... <laughs> we're uh We're uh <laughs> we're uh, <laughs> we're, uh...
0: What? You froze for a minute there. I said we are I. We. All the folks out there listening are like, what's vertical farming? Because we know what vertical integration is. Or some of us do.
1: And did you say they're trying to do away with it or what? President Dwight E. Eisenhower Eisenhower said farming looks mighty easy when you're when your plow is a pencil and you're a thousand miles from the cornfield. Say it again, you cut out. It, it was, and then you quit. Dwight D. Eisenhower said farming looks mighty easy when your plow is a pencil and you're a thousand miles from the cornfield. Oh yeah, I heard that one. Oh no, I made it up. Yeah, so tell us about good. vertical farming now, can we dwell on the quote that took me ten minutes to find because I couldn't remember how it went? oh my goodness no
0: we we can't. no we can't no no no, go ahead, go ahead what do you gotta say about
1: it <coughs> it's the the whole Bloomberg quote I remember him saying it it didn't it didn't ruffle my feathers he didn't he didn't lie. he just simplified the whole process. It's not that simple, I agree. Exactly, but he simplified the quote, you know. Kudos to him. I think it does take more matter to, you know, divide the de- design a computer system or something like that versus putting seeds in the ground.
0: You make it sound so simple, but he said, I can teach anybody in this room to farm. You can,
1: that's the beauty of yeah. it. What are you earning for?
0: It wouldn't be that. So you'd have, you'd, it would take a long time to teach somebody. Well, actually, with tractors that drive themselves today, I guess,
1: if you're talking about just straight farming. You don't even have to talk about the tractors because most – your average American will never own a big enough tractor to drive itself. But when you talk um, gardens, that's farming. No, it's no gardening, more. but gardening. Yeah. Is a yeah. Wait, go
0: form. back. You said your average American what?
1: I said your average American will never own a self-driving tractor.
0: What? What's an average American? Just everyday people. Yes. Because there, I know a lot of people that own the self-driving tractors. And some of, them stay, even, they, some of them ain't
1: even. Are they, maybe, are, are uh, they driving tractors, or are they tractors with GPSs in them, and they have to sit there and do nothing except turn it around and reset it?
0: What's the difference? Wouldn't that be self-driving?
1: <sighs> no. Have you not seen the completely uh, animated tractors?
0: Animated. Where there's like no cab. Where there's no cab on them at all. Oh no, I've seen one that they've they've developed one that it's a it's just like a regular tractor but it turns around for itself. But them other the other ones are still self-driving tractors.
1: We're talking about two totally different tractors here. You're talking about a GPS system and I'm talking about a tractor with no cab
0: but it still drives itself. Is what I'm trying the point I'm trying to
1: make. Does it not? No. How does it it not? How does it get to the field?
0: You drive it there.
1: Ah, dang it.
0: How does it drive through the field?
1: It drives itself. Dang it. It speeds up, slows down. That sucks. That sucks. One, you have to drive there, and the other one can drive itself there. But
0: once you're in the field plowing, it's still self-driving.
1: You got to get there.
0: You can get there. Just like a Tesla, it's self-driving, but you still drive it places. I'm playing with this. I just pulled this leg off my bar here It just come out. and I've been playing with it. So if you see this thing flashing the camera, it's my something, leg to my
1: bar. Something to keep your thoughts uh, in in line.
0: Yeah, I can't be doing one thing at a time. I gotta be doing multiple.
1: I guess. So
0: oh, so no so no no, you're not gonna get away from the vertical farm. What's vertical farming?
1: that's where i was going goodness gracious i'm just saying what's vertical form? I, do, do you I, have a vertical farm
0: i want to i don't know what it is how would i know
1: i feel educate, like you're lying to me
0: educate us what vertical farming
1: is i don't know what vertical farming is well
0: that says it all right there
1: would you like to
0: educate the people Well, you're the one that brought it up. I told you I don't know. You're the one talking about vertical farming. What did I say? I can educate you on vertical integration, but not vertical farming.
1: Okay, well, enlighten the people. No, 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 no. You tell us (laughs) about waiting on you. Vertical farming. Yeah. What is vertical farming? Vertical farming is the practice of growing your your crops vertically stacked in layers. What does that mean? Growing up.
0: Which I'll never do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> vertical farming. So, I, so you plant corn in the ground, it grows up. Is that vertical farming?
1: You grow your plants on top of each other.
0: Mmm. I know they have chicken houses like that.
1: And you're... A lot of your cities in your bigger cities where they can't grow gardens and stuff like that, they use a lot of a lot of the vertical farming, kind of the same concept with cattle. I don't care if you have one cow, one calf, and a bull, you grow beef. Same concept.
0: Kind of, I think yeah. I
1: think people drift away from you know the whole. Um, we need farming, you know. Oh, they they want to do away with farming and ranching. No, they're they're designing farming and ranching to fit them. Granted, there's people out there that want to do away with farming and ranching, but in the inner cities, they do it the way that works for them. And rather yep. than knock it, you you celebrate it. So yeah, they're farming.
0: I don't know. I still don't like them. Them one or two cow little. Oh, you cut out. You froze right at the good times. I heard you. Oh, I don't like them little small little deal, you know, few cows and stuff. Because them kind of people have the loudest voice, and they will talk about, oh, you should give your cow this and this and be feeding them pouring hundreds and hundreds of dollars into them because they think that's what they need and they can do it because they're on such a small scale and they think everybody should do it. And so they push. I mean,
1: they have to be getting their information from somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I think your alma mater is a big fan of ear tags, you know, tagging your cattle will bring more at the sale barns.
0: Oh, I went to, there was a beef short course one time and all the medicines and everything. They were trying to tell you that cows needed and stuff. Oh, you got to give them this, this, and this. You'd be forty, fifty dollars into a cow by the end of it.
1: Oh, what's your alma mater again?
0: Texas A&M. Okay. And I, I told people I like they have no idea. That's that's sitting in a classroom and figuring stuff up.
1: Yeah, but you criticize the mom and pop one cow, one one bull operation, but they're getting the information from. Texas AM.
0: I didn't say it's good information.
1: Yeah, well, it's not you can't blame them. They moved to the country and they wanted to do their part. And AM is ruining them. I would not disagree. I would not disagree. I, not I, came back- enough, I uh I read an article too on y'all's little um red, white, and blue ear tag system,
0: which I, I, read I thought that was
1: that. pretty hilarious. I read what was it? Um it's an ear tagging system for cattle. Um red, white, and blue, uh, according to how many months she's bred. So, you know, your first round of cows, you know, they got the red ear tags. If she doesn't, if she doesn't, um, she doesn't drop a calf, you move her to the blues. Your group of blues are all together. And then if the blues don't breed, you move to a white. And if you get to a white. You know, you know, it's time to go. And then all your cattle, if you look across the field, you know, red, white and blue, you know what stage of pregnancy she's in and what group of cattle she's belonging to, according to the color of her ear tag. Yeah,
0: that's dumb. That's for people with small, small herds.
1: Dumb. But that's the information out there when they Google. They move out of the city. They're tired of that lifestyle. They move to the country. They buy a bunch of land and they want to run cattle and stuff like that. Well, you Google this information because you don't know. Knowledge is power and Google is free. You Google it. That's the type of stuff that comes up. And here you are hating on them. Well, the, the mom and pops that do all that extra stuff. Well, it's not their fault. That's the information out there for them. Yeah,
0: I you got to take information with a grain of salt, though. But they wouldn't know that. But. It is what it is. I don't know. I I just, it's, it's dumb. It's from an economic standpoint, if I guess if they're your, your pets and your hobby, then it really don't matter. But from an economic standpoint and with the cattle prices the way they are, it's not economically feasible to be doing that. Cause then you gotta, if you can't work them, then you gotta call people in, which I guess is job security, people like me, but then you call them, you spend more money <laughs> oh tagging goodness.
1: them. You tag you them, saying? this and that. It's it's dumb. I'm just saying, you don't like people like that, but it's not their fault. Yeah. It is what it is. I don't know. I don't care how you do it. Just do it. Eat beef, grow plants and vegetables. And
0: I had somebody today tell me that oh, all, all I mainly eat is chicken and ground turkey i said do what i was like you don't fry you don't fry steak uh i don't really eat fried foods i was like you don't you mean you don't take a big old scoop of crisco and put it in a cast iron and fry you up some hamburger patties or steak or something no not really i was like oh my gosh
1: you put grease in the skillet before you fry a hamburger
0: duh cool you don't
1: no Oh oh man. Well I don't know. One of us is fatter than the other, so I probably take the fatter guy's advice when it comes to cooking. No, this is a this is a uh, what
0: are you doing it like a hamburger you're gonna put on a bun or are you just eating a hamburger patty?
1: And and it's also scientifically proven that black people can cook and white people can't. (laughs) (laughs) Do you hear me? Right, I cut out again. I cut yeah, out again. Yeah, what'd you say? I said it's scientifically proven that black people can cook and white people can't. Uh, I don't know. I did it. Was, I was a part of a social experiment. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, um, they put us all together in the house for a friend's giving, and uh, it was a white people's function. And um, out of the 12 dishes that we ate for dinner. And no, I take that back. Not 12. I don't know. It was, the food was, it was all tainted by the one bad dish. And it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. The green bean casserole. Disgusting. Yeah. Green bean casserole was absolutely Disgusting. It is the it is the pinnacle dish of white people functions everywhere, and it was absolutely disgusting. I don't think we've ever had a green
0: bean casserole at my functions.
1: Are we not considered white people. I ain't said nothing. I was just, I didn't say nothing. Uh, just, uh, for I all just I don't We know you were stereotyping, so I was just trying to ask questions. Stereotyping. Yeah, I didn't put you in that category. I just said the pinnacle of white people. Are you no. white? No. Okay, then it doesn't I'm apply to you. Okay. <laughs> I guess whatever. But I all I know is I went to this friend's giving with an open mind and an open heart and I got there and I should have had a closed mouth. <laughs> You just didn't have the right people cooking. She is going to hear this podcast, and she is going
0: to kill me. You just want to go ahead and say her name now?
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> now, let it, uh, kind of – Uh-oh. I think he's gone, ladies and gentlemen. I guess I'll take this moment to tell you about Rhino Tequila. I do have to say, I always keep it near me. Rhino Tequila. Drink responsibly and ask for it at all your stores. Any store, you go to Walmart, y'all got Rhino Tequila? No, we don't sell liquor in this store. Cool. You know, you go to the doctor, y'all got some Rhino Tequila in here? No. Cool. It's it's a word of mouth thing, you know. If you get to asking about it, then everybody else gets asking about it, and it's definitely top of the line tequila. Trust me, because I drinks the liquors. Drinks <laughs> <Thanks>. it, <laughs> drink responsibly. Uh, Rano tequila. So you're back. What were you saying? I'm saying it's. I don't know if it's a family recipe
0: or family dip, but as far as we know. We've ate fried hamburger patties. And how do you fry – when you're going to fry a hamburger patty, how do you do it? Or do you fry a hamburger patty?
1: Well, I like to go to the store, get the beef, mush it into a patty with some seasonings, and then I put it in the
0: pan. Just like that. And you eat it on a bun or what? Like a hamburger?
1: What are, you, what are we talking here about? Salisbury steak?
0: No. What I'm talking about is what, shoot, growing up we ate it three or four days a week. We still eat it all the time. You take, you take your hamburger meat, you make it into a patty about, oh, size of a silver dollar or so, maybe a little bigger. Make that into a patty, coat it in flour, and fry it. You talk about good, fella, and just take it out, eat it, dip it in ketchup, do whatever you got to do. Some people make gravy. I'm not a big fan of gravy. But you eat that, son, fella. I never got fat off of it. That's not Dude. a hamburger. It's a hamburger patty. Fried hamburger patties. Fried hamburger patty. Yeah. You got to coat it in flour, though. If you don't coat it in flour, it ain't right. And I, re- I didn't realize, I thought everybody ate that. You go out in public, you talk about fried hamburger patty. What do you what? I'm like, you coat it in flour and fried? No, nobody eats it. I'm like, man, it changed your life. You start eating fried hamburger patty. That's good stuff. See, there you go being white again.
1: <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's good. Um, there's a there's a story I tell. Uh it's about why why white people love casseroles so much and the story dates back to um slavery so hey, here we, we go enslaved in, in there's no here we go this is a this is a true story i've done my research and i'm pretty confident in the answers that i found here so if we go back to slavery um in, in slavery times, the black people prepared the meals. They did all the cooking, the cleaning. They did everything, which we're not talking about slavery here. So black people did everything. They cooked, they cleaned and everything. So when the Emancipation Proclamation rolls around, black people leave. They, they leave. You're, you're free. You're done. You don't have to stay here. So they leave. Well, they leave these giant houses and these slave owners with no skills. So when it comes time to eat dinner, lunch, breakfast, or whatever, there's nobody to make it or prepare it because they were in their comfort zones. They didn't care about cooking or anything like that because they didn't have to. So, when it comes time for them to cook, well, we just put everything in a pan and put it in the oven, and behold, casseroles were born. Where'd you find that? The NAACP website or what? That was a terrible punchline. I'd give you one better, but I'm going to just let you mellow that (laughs) one. Terrible, terrible line, by the way. Where'd you read that article at? I'll send it to you.
0: Send it to me. Because I... I, I've i never ate a casserole, and we don't really have had casseroles at our functions.
1: You know, I've learned in the in the short 12 podcasts we've done together, which I don't think it's 12. It might be. I think it's like 10. I don't know. They all run together. But I've learned yeah. you you haven't done much, young man. <laughs> nope. Stay in
0: my comfort zone. Just keep it simple.
1: Oh, live oh a good
0: life. That's not the good life. <laughs> I, shoot, it's good to me. No, I ain't had no complaints yet.
1: No, I, no, nothing ever changes oh, in the comfort again. zone. You give these powerful quotes at the end of these podcasts, and then you turn right around and say, "I'm good in my comfort zone." Power, what do you mean, powerful quote? Uh, what was your other one? Get up, be somebody, do something. And you just sat here and said, I'm good in my comfort zone. Yeah. I I
0: got up and I beat somebody. And I'm comfortable with it. <laughs>
1: oh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm about it. I respect that. I don't know. Oh no, man. Oh, kudos to you in the comfort zone. I don't know what to say. no no I'm being serious i' that's I don't know some people are content uh I'm about 50 what do There's you, some parts of my life what do, what do you uh, you can't you can't bounce between the two you're good in the comfort zone now you're fifty fifty there's part there's parts of your life where
0: you want to be better and do better, but it's not every aspect of your life there's some places where you've reached your goal and that's where you want to stay in some aspects. And then there's the ones where you want to continue to get better on.
1: In the grand scheme of things, what are you content or not content?
0: And it like overall. Yes. uh, Not content. (sighs) That's overall, that's average. There is parts where I'm content in some things and not. I don't know what you're not
1: understanding about that. I'm not understanding anything. I don't think you're understanding me. (laughs) I don't think anybody's understanding you. It don't make sense. That's cool and all. Uh, The other day at work, I said janky, and my boss about had a fit. And then I get on Facebook, and I see a meme where um, it was a black thread about um, how you have to talk at work and stuff like that when you're when you're around white people, and I died laughing. I was like, sometimes I forget to turn my black off. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And there's no disrespect to my black culture or anything like that. Y'all just don't understand it. What? Who's y'all?
0: Black people don't understand it.
1: Yes. Yeah. What's funny? (laughs) Nothing, man. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh. So I had somebody tell me that we should do every session like a five to 10 minute agricultural session, strictly agriculture. And I think it's a great idea. We're kind of of building this podcast as we go along. So I think one of the things that has definitely stuck is like the last words in benediction. That, you know, that's something that we'll always do. I, I definitely think we need like a five minute, like hardcore agricultural segment. Before we dive into all the other nonsense,
0: didn't didn't we have one while ago when we were talking about farming?
1: Yeah, no, I'm just saying that that's something we'll like always do from here on out. It's just like a hardcore five minute segment about agriculture, current events, past events, dumb events, things like that. Actually, In that article I was reading, it was like the the top 10, eight current events in agriculture or something like that. I forget what it was. You know what number six was? What? Broadband internet to rule America. Oh, yeah. You know why? Why? Because farmers are now using apps to keep track of their crops and things like that, but they don't have the internet to keep it updated. So they ran into a problem trying to modernize um, the farms and ranches of America. Yeah. So it made the number six on the list, which I thought was pretty funny.
0: How many were on the list?
1: Top 10, top eight, something like that. Oh, What else was on there? Vertical farming. Um, what was that other one we were talking about? I forgot already. Vertical farming, the um, broadband, uh, water was on there. I don't know. I didn't read that one. I was going to say, what are they talking about water? I didn't read that article. I kind of skimmed over it because who needs water? Yeah. That's not important at all. Mm Mm-mm. Every time it rains, they make me water, so I don't understand the whole argument there. That's it, that's sarcasm, by the way. I I feel like I should say that for the people that just listen to this. (laughs) Is he that (laughs) stupid? Like, no, that that was that was dry humor and wet humor. it, It works, it works better when you understand that. But what'd you say? You said it was dry humor. I said it was wet humor because we were talking about what. Never mind. Ah, I didn't. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I thought it was funny. That was good. Are you looking up the list of top ten, top eight?
0: No. I'm playing with. I'm playing with two spur rails under under the camera.
1: Be building another set of spurs.
0: No, not yet. Maybe one waiting? day.
1: What are you waiting on?
0: Uh, I ain't got the time right now. Busy man, busy man.
1: I had a guy asked me to build him a set of spurs on it on Instagram. Where
0: do you who asked you?
1: I'll leave him nameless. Oh. But yeah, he uh he's like, Hey, don't you make spurs? I was like, uh, I wouldn't call it making spurs, more like having fun. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, Whoa. I want some Spurs from Perry Gamble. <laughs> Good luck. I was like, okay, that's cool. So, uh, yeah, so I got to make a set of Spurs, and uh, I'm scared. Oh, so you are going to do it? Yeah, I'm going to do it. I mean, why not? What's well, the worst? I, 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 You know, people say I don't care, and I don't care what people think and things like that. Then they care, but I genuinely don't care. God, I mean, you saw the Spurs I was walking around with till I found that big old blob on the backside for the shanks. Yeah, people. I don't care what people think. And then they proceed to do everything, you know, as people think. Yeah, not me. So he was like, I want some Spurs from you. I was like, well, you're going to get them. But don't you dare complain about what they look like. So. Yeah, I'm going to make them, man. I'm not no professional spur maker or anything like that. But the only way to become a professional is to do it until you are a professional.
0: Yeah. I was, I just didn't – when I was doing my leather and my spurs and stuff, I just didn't like putting stuff out there with my name on it until I perfected it. I made like – shoot, I made like four four pairs of spurs forever. No, no, no. No, it was five or six before I ever made some for somebody.
1: Well, Actually, I sold them. How are you going to perfect it? Just keep making them. And doing what? Throwing them away?
0: Yep. I, I got a bunch of them. I got a bunch of sets of Spurs. I always hated when people had more than one, one or two sets. I'm like, that's stupid. You can only use one. And now I got like a whole bunch of them.
1: So you make Spurs and throw them away or keep them
0: for yourself? I don't throw them. Well, the first pair I threw away because they were bad, bad. Actually, they're on my welding bench, but they're all rusted up because they just sit out in the weather. But yeah, I just keep them. Remind me what I need to do better next time, where I need to, where I need to change, where I need to get better, instead of sending them out there and people letting like, people, wait, yeah, letting, letting people it.
1: crucify you,
0: huh? Letting people crucify you by sending no, them. No, I don't. Yeah, I want to make sure that when they when somebody says, "Well, who made those Spurs?" Ah, Reagan made these, but they don't do this and that. They ain't what I wanted. No, I want to make sure I get it right. Or look look at the way he welded on here. He didn't. He didn't. He left a gap. No.
1: Images everything. I disagree there. <laughs> I disagree. I walked around with my Spurs for a month before i finally fixed them and people were like who made those i did dang it's like what does that dang mean nothing like no speak your piece they're kind of ugly like well damn let me see your first pair of spurs oh I ain't yeah well shut up <laughs> and i kind of ended that conversation well you don't have to be rude well i wasn't the rude one there you know so Yeah, I'm gonna make him some spurs. And that'll be the third. Oh, actually, that'll be the fifth pair of spurs I've made. Fifth pair? Yes, sir. Heck yeah. I wear the first ones. The second ones are the Texas ones. And I I think I lost them. (laughs) Somewhere between my truck, my room, and the office here. I lost them. Hmm. So they're here at the house somewhere. The third pair um, is for um, a farrier. The fourth pair, they don't have a name on them, but they're just sitting there. So this will be, the, I think, the fifth or sixth ones. I don't know. But the only way to get better is to keep doing it. So there's a lot of things to fix from the first one, the second set, third set, fourth set. So. Just keep knocking at it. And before long, I'll be asking $8,000 a pair.
0: Oh, we was talking about that at the sale bar the other day. People were like, yeah, I'm talking about Spurs, $800, $600, $800. I was like, man, you can make your pair for a lot cheaper than that.
1: I agree, but not everybody's going to do that. Some people need the names. Um, I, I never have needed a name on my stuff. I heard a quote the other day. I agree. I, yeah. I don't stamp none of the Spurs I've made pair Gamble. <laughs> <laughs> uh I heard a quote the other day, and it said, um, "It said uh, they were talking about being humble, and it was like uh, they only tell you to be humble so they can afford you." And I was like, "Oh, true! Wow! Yeah. It's like, man, that's deep. That's deep, deep." So, asking seven, eight, nine hundred dollars for a pair of spurs, I don't see a problem with it.
0: I don't see a problem with it. if you. Uh, somebody told me one time that something is only worth what somebody will pay for it. And if they'll pay $800 for a pair of Spurs and I guess they're worth $800, but to me, they're not worth $800. I don't care what they look like. I don't care if they got gold in
1: them. They, I ain't paying $800 for a pair of Spurs. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, you know what I mean? eight hundred dollars i i can build a set i built a set so you know me paying 800 dollars but yeah that's a no for me i'm out on that but out to each zone you know some people aren't gonna take the time to build them some people don't even want to um uh, rather than watch funny and stupid videos on youtube i watch how-to videos so i mean we're all not we're not all the same so yep
0: that's yeah. it i don't know that is just my two cents on it because i I always have people, oh, these are so-and-so Spurs. I'm like, I don't know who that is. They look all right, but I don't know who that is. I know a guy down the road making half the price.
1: Are you one of them people? Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Shop around. Oh, Bobby Joe did. Shop half- around. Okay, cool. You're one of them tractor-supply people. How much for your to pay? $40. Track Supply got them for 10. Cool. Cool. Go get them. Go get them. Cool. Respect. Thank you for that. Because I didn't know Track Supply had them. Um, actually, funny story. So I've been braiding mule tape for five years now. And um, I got an email the other day from a company. They make mule tape halters. And yeah. They wanted me, I guess they'd seen my website and stuff like that. They wanted to sell to me wholesale. And I was that, like, this the is... The tape? No, halters. Oh. Already made and colored and everything. And I was like, I think this is what it means to arrive. Like, how do you know when you've arrived or you made it? I think that was my defining email. Yeah. And I thought that was the coolest thing. I was like, I've been plugging along, minding my own business over here, making halters, and I get an email saying, "Hey, you don't have to make them anymore. You can buy wholesale from us and slap your name on it. I was like, "This is a so." Ride. Perry's
0: halters are not handmade anymore. They're they're made by somebody else.
1: Um. Yeah. No. 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 I said I received an email about it, and I thought that was the coolest thing. He's like, "Well, somebody's definitely watching out there. Somebody's seeing." So, so Mm -hmm.
0: tell us, did you decline it? Are you still braiding halters? Are you getting it done? Well, I mean, but did you braid the? Did you braid those or buy? This is not braided. You still haven't said yes or no. That to. to, you declined to wholesale them. Yeah, I declined to whole do you not see all this hanging mule tape around here? I'm just saying we wanted a yes or no.
1: That's all we needed. Okay. Well, um wholesale you're like a halter maker, stand back, stand by. Does that work for you, sir? You're like a Democrat, you just avoid
0: the question with other questions.
1: Did you you're not just like, did you not just hear my like, answer?
0: Finally, after I had to pry it out of you, I just wanted the people to know that their halters are still braided by Perry Gamble himself.
1: Yeah, I said wholesaler stand back stand by. But somehow I'm a democrat. Yeah, Cuz you kept
0: avoiding my question. I answered the question, stand back stand by. I was
1: waiting for you to finish talking before After a long, I, long
0: after a long time of questions 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 and you trying to answer with questions I finally got
1: it out of you. Did you, you see that they're muting the mics at the next presidential debate?
0: Which this will air after the debate, but
1: how childish is that? <laughs> yeah, <that's funny. laughs> it's
0: within the two
1: minutes, and then the mics will be open. Well, yeah, but so how, they say. How childish is that? The next, the next thing will be my mic wasn't on, and how easy is it to just move your mouth and make it look like your mic's not on when you're getting pounded by a response? I'm waiting for him to talk over. Just still talk. Oh, so you're actually excited for this debate? Is it, yes. This is the politics that you like? What? This is the politics that you like? What are the politics that I like? The can't get a word in and the defamation of character versus huh. um, facts and um, political issues
0: i just want to see when people try to stop somebody what did did joe biden say would you just shut up man something like that he got all flustered one time what was his i don't remember what his exact quote was i
1: don't i don't know so you're excited for this next presidential debate (laughs) yeah like i said you know it's going to air after the debate Yes, we've already talked about how our podcasts are pre-recorded. I know, but... Gone again.
0: again. Just, we'll see what happens. It'll be it'd be an interesting twist to see what happens. You still haven't answered my question.
1: What? Well, actually, you might have, but it cut out on you. I said, um, are you excited for it? Or this is the type of politics that you like?
0: I don't know if it's the type of politics I like. I'm just eager to see it, see what, it, what it's about. See how it works out with them muting mics. Because people have talked about it forever. They talked about it last, uh, last uh, presidential election, and I believe they talked about it before that, mm-hmm. uh, back when Obama was running. And it'll be interesting to see what happens.
1: So who are you voting for? Or have you already early voted?
0: No, I haven't early voted. I think it's kind of weird to early vote, but whatever. We voting? have an election day for a reason. Shouldn't you vote on that day? Why that, Why don't we just have an election month?
1: Some people can't get off. I don't know what to tell them. Election Day should be a national holiday. I was just about
0: to say that. That way everything's closed. You go get your vote in. Of course, not everything be closed, but... Oh, yeah. People still got to work. I agree. You shouldn't, be, you shouldn't be penalized if you take off for that. Which I don't think
1: you... I don't know if you are or not. I'm sure out there, some there's some capitalists that... Threatens his employees with um, early retirement <laughs> uh, termination for skipping out the go vote.
0: Yeah. Well, if you had time to early vote, then I can see the point. But if it's only one day, like it should be. But yeah. it is what it is. I don't I know. Agree. I'm just not a fan
1: of. I've seen a lot of people early voting. And I'm just like, uh, all right. So my my other question to you is: a lot of people have been talking about how um, Facebook and Twitter have been interfering with the presidential elections. Do you think that the government should be regulating Facebook and Twitter? no. No. What do you think? Oh, it's my question. I don't get to
0: answer. Yeah, I knew you'd avoid a question. You never can answer a question like that.
1: I don't think they should be. But it's also um, a Republican senator that's kind of pushing the issue on this whole deal. Regulation of social media.
0: No, I, uh-oh. Well, I guess they're a, they're a publicly traded company, but it's still, I don't know, it's too much regulations. If somebody started a business and now they're being told how to run the business and what they can and can't put up, what they can and can't regulate on their website, I don't know, just don't sit well with me.
1: Joe Jorgensen, Joe Jorgensen
0: for president. Who is that? Oh, yeah. We ain't heard about her.
1: Yeah, but she's not for regulating social media like the Republicans seem to be nowadays. And and it's funny, people, the Republicans have been arguing that the Democrats are going to drive us into socialism and things like that, but the Republicans are also calling for regulations of Facebook and Twitter and allowing for the government to intervene In social media affairs like that's how it starts when the government regulates what you see and what you hear right now we're only being regulated by the views and opinions of one man that's not running for president
0: uh that's what i tell people all the time if if you're against government regulation on one if you're against government regulation you have to be against government regulation on everything. Like you can't say, well, that, that, that should be regulated. No, if you don't like government regulation, that means you don't like
1: government regulation. I like it. So you for place of origin? What? On beef.
0: Uh, yeah, I like that. You know, in other countries, they do that. Trying to think. Uh, man, I'm trying, I can't think of the country. But my uncle went over uh overseas to do this work, going to the grocery store and stuff. And he's like, he's like, it it showed you where each they had their sections. You know where the beef came from. Mm-hmm. And bless you, thank you. And some uh, he's like, you could tell when you got a certain certain steak from somewhere. It was very good.
1: This other country, it wasn't a very good steak, but you knew where it came from. How can you be for a place of origin but against government regulations? How's that regulation? The government's telling you that you have to label this beef from where it comes from. That's a government regulation. It's just putting on
0: a label. That's that's different. That's health. That's oh, food safety. Um, you know. You know. We are people. People get mad, but we are the safest. Uh, food system in the world? Are we, or is that what they tell you? Do you cut out? I said, are we, or is that what they tell you? No, we're the safest. Safest, got the
1: most regulations, safest food in the world. The most regulations doesn't necessarily mean the safest. But we are the safest. Is that what they tell you, or have you looked at places like... um, I don't know. Uh, Australia, Switzerland, places like that. So they not safe?
0: Wait, where would you say? The last Dubai, one? Dubai,
1: Sweden, Australia, places like that.
0: Still the safest food system in the world.
1: Is that what they tell you? Or is that what you look it up?
0: <laughs> it's information, son. I don't know. <laughs> Who's telling me that? I don't know who's who would be telling me
1: this. Have you looked it up, or is that just what the government tells you? The United no. States has the safest food system in the world.
0: No. Oh, I had a uh, – in college, I read an article about it, and uh I try to – I may have that. I need to pull up that article, see if it's on my other computer. Uh No, I found it, Uh and I, I can't tell you where. I have to look. I cited my work, so I'll go look it up, find it.
1: I, I was just proof. curious i don't I don't know i was just curious uh i've heard that too that um because of our regulations and stuff our food is some of the safest to eat in the world um mm-hmm. but the world seems to be doing just fine so <laughs> it makes you wonder about all the rules and regulations do you hear about all the bad stuff that happens we're here yeah
0: well, here, yeah, but it, everywhere else in the world.
1: <laughs> um, Yeah, no. I hear about it, too. Yeah, I bet. I hear about it, too. But, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, like I said, they're doing just fine. So it makes you wonder, do we need all these regulations? My my grandparents didn't grow up with all these food regulations. And they probably if you didn't grow up with all this food, either. And and then if if you look at you know the uh, life expectancy, it's actually going down.
0: Going down? Yes, sir. That's not from the. F- that's from the food that you consume. Just because it's just because it's safe food doesn't mean it is oh. healthy food. Just because our beef is saved don't mean it's healthy.
1: Which drives me back to my original point. When you look at the rest of the world, they seem to be doing just fine. They're skinny. They're, they're happy. They're they skinny because they ain't got no food. Uh, they don't have Twitter. They don't have Instagram. They don't have all these things that these first world countries have, and they seem to be doing just fine.
0: What's their life expectancy in some of the what, what? – Third, what do you call them? Third world countries. Yes, sir. What's their <laughs> life expectancy in third world countries?
1: Uh, it is. It is where we're at now.
0: Give us, give us an example of the country you're talking about.
1: Oh, I don't know. that would be hard to do. I guess you could. Are I don't know a third world country. I hate to use Africa for an example uh, because there's, there's
0: very malnourished people in Africa.
1: Well, no, not that, not that I was, I was thinking like, uh, it's parts of Africa are developed versus, mm-hmm. you know, some of it's underdeveloped, which is, which can be said the same about America. You go to Kentucky and we're in a totally different world.
0: What part of Kentucky?
1: Uh there is a place in Kentucky. I watched a documentary on YouTube about it. Uh he never he never said the name of the town. Um but in the town of Kentucky uh a lot of the people were inbred. Yep. And they couldn't read, they couldn't write and it just it wasn't when you look at America and what it is, it wasn't what this place in Kentucky was. I read another documentary. Uh, oh, I didn't read it. I, I read an aut- another article about Kentucky where um, it was home to the highest um, government assistance. It is, is the place in Kentucky where government assistance is the most. And it was a girl, she's 20, 21, 22. And she was saying how the town just destroys you. It destroys its young people. And it, it creates a cycle and a system of abuse, you know. So, I don't know. We, we could talk about third world countries, but it's here in America.
0: Well, you'll always have outliers anywhere you go. There'll be some on the very top end and some on the very bottom end, but you got to look at the average. You can, you can also bring up the point about the cedar choppers up in the hill country. <laughs> they were the same way as the Kentucky people.
1: I hear you. I agree.
0: So, there'll always be there'll always be people like that. Okay, Mister Patriot. <laughs> Start spitting facts, and Perry don't know how to answer. He's like, "Dang, I thought I was the only one who did
1: research." What was your fact? I'm sorry, I missed it. Huh? What was your fact about the cedar choppers? I gotta adjust myself. You you okay over there? Yeah, I had to kick
0: my feet up. <laughs> got my white socks on again, had to had to kick my feet up a little bit.
1: I got you. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think they've they've brainwashed us into thinking regulations are good. And here we are. But I don't know. No. But I, I would like. I
0: would like place of origin on stuff because I know cattle coming out of Mexico. That's the thing about it. Cattle coming out of Mexico can be butchered in the United States and have United States label on them Mm -hmm. saying USA beef. And they don't have the same uh,
1: drug uh, regulations we do. Is our drug regulation any good here in the U.S.?
0: It's better in Mexico because they don't have no withdrawal period on any of their medicines. <laughs> What's funny about that?
1: Nothing, nothing, nothing. I thought about a joke, but I'm not going to say it. Uh, so they have no withdrawal period or no withdrawal regulations in Mexico. No. But when it comes across the border to the U.S., isn't there a whole period?
0: There's a uh, well for the fever tick down there now. It start, and the fever tick starting to creep up, starting to creep up, creep up from uh from Mexico is coming up north.
1: So cattle brought across, but even before the fever tick, they were bringing them across and killing them instantly. Or are they feeding them here? I'm asking. Are you still there?
0: Yeah. What did you uh, say? Cattle brought across what?
1: Yeah, I'm asking. Was cattle brought across and killed instantly, or is they are they feeding here and growing? Uh, thought
0: they growed them over there, and then I don't know what they're. Uh, I'm not gonna call it quarantine because of what we're in right now, but they they have a hold period out at the border. It's quarantine. Yeah, they have a quarantine. I don't know how long it is. No, no, I was just, I don't know.
1: I'm going to have to do me some research. That'll be something good to read. I read up on yeah. uh, the hot topics in agriculture today. And um, I don't know. Stuff randomly comes across my mind and I got to Google it and read up on it. Not just one article, like four or five of them. Yes, sir. And then I'm in knee deep in articles and i will spent three hours Googling stuff. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, more. Yeah, more time than I got. I think we all got the same amount of time, buddy. In a day, at least.
0: Yeah, as far as hours, but as far as free hours, I ain't got many.
1: I didn't say my hours are free. Now, my time costs to sit and read (laughs) versus sitting on Facebook, liking and sharing memes.
0: That's funny. That's funny stuff. Gives the people what they want.
1: Uh, Ain't nobody
0: want to hear facts. Everybody wants to see a meme. Funny meme.
1: Knowledge is power and Google is free. So you meme away, I'm going to read away. (laughs) All you do you think? There it is. There it is. I like it. Oh. So I guess it's time. I guess we'll get out of here. I think... Um, I don't know. You were talking about how this podcast will drop after the debate, but I think I might drop it before. A little Friday, actually, for the people.
0: In the, the debate Shake tomorrow. them up a little
1: bit. Say what? In the debate tomorrow. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't care about it. Joe Jorgensen is the president, so I might drop it tonight. Yeah, you could, because it's tomorrow. Yeah, so... I don't know. Maybe I'll wait till Monday. Maybe not. Maybe I'll tell them the favorite thing about, uh, working with you last week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the possibilities here are endless. Yeah. Endless. So I guess we'll get out of here. You want to give the people, um, last words and benediction?
0: This is my last one for a while. I can tell you right now. I'm doing the next introduction. (sighs) I'm telling you right now, everybody hears it, I'm doing the next introduction.
1: We will see. Later, people. Last words benediction, Reagan Jacobs. All
0: right. Last words of benediction. Do your research.
1: That's all I got for you. Do your research. You just closed out this podcast talking about you would share memes. Versus reading and getting facts And your last words in benediction Are do research That's what they That's are a Contradiction. Take it or leave it That's what they is That's a contradiction It's like the right Kit Kat And the left Kit Kat In their commercials, Where it's a contradiction That's a contradiction
0: Oh when they put the cookies In the wrong side they put there the, you go. They're supposed to put them In the left Twix They put them in the right Twix
1: Yes sir contradiction you say i like sharing memes on facebook and then you tell the people to do your research (laughs) Uh, all right we'll see y'all later same time next week seven ish ish